0: Yo, 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 Thought Warriors What is up? Higher Learning is on It is I, Van Lathan Jr.
1: And it's me, Rachel and Lindsay. Rachel What's up?
0: Did you rate my pants on Instagram? What? It's a simple question
1: Did I rate your pants?
0: So I wore special floral pants Okay
1: I got to look it on
0: this. to the revolt conference and I put them up on Instagram. I want to know what you think about me taking a fashion chance, you know,
1: were they to your story or to your,
0: uh, to my main page.
1: Oh, we just put it up. Okay.
0: Yeah. What do you think? Well, well, we'll know what you think about these pants. Let me
1: zoom in.
0: Yeah. it's Pants. Don't zoom in too much. You know what I mean? Cause it's sweatpants, you know,
1: I, th- I was about to say, what kind of material is it? Yeah, about were to say. They a, Are they a jean? Are they a sweatpants? It's a
0: sweatpants.
1: Well, I like them, especially good. with your top.
0: Yeah, it's good. It's fashion. I'm, I'm, like,
1: it's a good fit. Were you styled?
0: Uh, no, I did it myself. Actually, you Man, know Man, I'm what, impressed. Do you know what styled me? What? That was on the mannequin at the Nike no. store.
1: <laughs> oh, I take it back. No creativity was involved. No thought.
0: Uh, nah, look, I don't care. Look, here's the thing. I have to do these things myself, man. I have to be look. I look. Look how fat I am. As if you
1: don't have a stylist in your life.
0: It's not. That's not the point. The point is that sometimes things happen quickly, and sometimes when things happen quickly, you have to do it yourself. And guess what? Someone styled the mannequin, and then I styled myself after the mannequin, and it was yo. That boy is fine.
1: It's a great outfit, and mm-hmm. what makes your outfit stand out even more
0: it's is yeah. the
1: person's outfit next to you.
0: Right, it's a fact. I don't know the guy. We were okay,
1: to, I didn't know if it was your friend. No,
0: we're supposed to do some work on HBCUs. He teaches at Clark and then at Morehouse. You just dissed him. It's okay. He'll be fine. You
1: did too. I didn't you diss did some no, You said happened. you shook your head like, "Yep, yep, yep." Well, so he's, no, he's wearing actually, very muted
0: colors, and I'm 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 doing my thing. Um, I flew back from Atlanta this weekend. Do you like Atlanta?
1: I don't know Atlanta enough. Both my sisters have lived there. I'm the only one who hasn't. So, you know, I'm in and out. I don't know Atlanta like that.
0: I Like, I got to be honest about Atlanta. I've been to Atlanta three times this year. And maybe I'm not staying in Atlanta long enough. I'm having trouble figuring out what the big deal about Atlanta is.
1: What do you do when you go? You know what I mean? Like, are you really getting out and seeing the city? Or are you just in the hotel?
0: I'm not really getting out and seeing the city. No, there you go. But the parts of the city that I am seeing, I'm not really sold. I need someone to teach me to do Atlanta right. There you go. So Isaac Hayes the Third, Killer Mike, all of the homies, Brian Michael Cox, All of you people that are out there doing your thing in Atlanta, help me out. Help me out in Atlanta. It's a big deal. Yeah, you
1: got to stay longer than a couple of days. You go for work. You're in and out. You got to see the city. Because what I do find, Atlanta's very green, so it's very pretty.
0: Really? I didn't see that. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's very green.
0: I like the way dudes from Atlanta talk. Goddamn, they go, they say goddamn a lot, you know. I, know, I was coming from, no, I'll do that goddamn, you know, they come be me, they got a goddamn, I had the goddamn drink on me, goddamn, God goddamn, 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 they say that a lot. That shit is funny to me. It's funny that people talk different ways and say the goddamn a lot.
1: I've never really experienced that in Atlanta, but, um,
0: that's because you we don't go to the same places. I'm with the people.
1: You don't go anywhere. No. Like, you I'm, Okay. So you're with the people. Yeah. But just you just dissed Atlanta. So no. Wherever you have been, you don't like it. So you just dissing whoever you're with.
0: That's fine. But what I'm saying is that when I'm in Atlanta, how do you know where I am? I'm in. I'm in. When I'm in, because you're not hearing the goddams. Like, okay. if you're not hearing the goddams, okay. we're not around the same people in Atlanta. Goes
1: to Atlanta three times in one year I've, and just
0: so can tell if you not it. if you're not if you're not hearing the look. I hear the goddamn. I don't know what you be hearing. I hear the yeah, goddamn. Yeah, so the places I go, Clark Atlanta University, Revolt Summit. You know what I mean? Went to the gathering spot. It's goddamn, 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 okay, goddamn. Okay, too, goddamn. Ma-
1: too many. You you said it too many times. That's how I they. That's how they talk. I
0: it. That's how they talk. That's how they talk. Like I'm. A, I'm basically when I go there, it's basically me and a bunch of young thugs. Okay. All around. What did you do this weekend? Where'd you <laughs> <Okay>. hang out? <laughs>
1: I worked because I do every weekend. And um, I had dinner with Kalika. You guys had, had dinner? Fa- we had a fantastic time. Fantastic dinner. Always do. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's catch up, And, uh, I mean, I just chilled. Chill. What'd you do but Sunday? I, had, I podcasted mm-hmm. and with Juliet and Callie. Callie Curry. Watched, had lunch with a friend that was in town. Mm-hmm. And then- Chill.
0: Steph Curry is once again fucking over the entire NBA. Wow. It's interesting. I wonder if Callie Curry, (laughs) if I wonder if they talk about that as like a family. Callie, if you listen to this. I
1: I don't think that that would be her opinion.
0: But Steph Curry is, okay, so look. Callie Curry is married to Seth Curry. Correct. Seth Curry, fantastic basketball player. Curry brothers. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Curry brothers. They got a lot of spice. Curry Brothers. I wonder if, cause like Steph, when Steph is really in his bag he is the best to watch mm-hmm. cause he is the most magnanimous the most classy dick that's on the basketball court. He is so good. He shoots the ball, then he turns around halfway, runs back down the court. This is in the NBA. This is not me doing this at the LA Fitness. You know, he's swaggering it out. He's doing, you know what I mean? This is in the NBA. It's in the NBA. Is that he's what you do
1: this. at the LA Fitness? Oh, I'm did, did you just I... call yourself the Steph Curry of LA Fitness? Did you, know you really just say well,
0: that? Look, I'm not gonna go that <laughs> far, but I will tell you. You ask anybody that played with me at my peak, <laughs> buckets were being made. When
1: was your peak?
0: Uh, I'd say I'd say my peak was probably I said I, I said my prime in LA fitness basketball was between 08 and twenty fourteen. That was Whoa, my prime. That's
1: a that's a big span. I had
0: a six year prime.
1: I anytime he starts talking about his basketball. Talent uh-huh. from back in the day.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Donnie, I would like for you to run the clip back when Glenn Davis says he was solid.
0: But see, and just Davis, just play,
1: just play that over and over again. But see here's he the thing. was solid. You were solid. You were
0: solid. You were solid. But here's here's the here's the thing. Two things. Number one, Glenn Davis <laughs> is measuring me by NBA metric. Number two, number two, Glenn Davis wasn't around during these days, man. I actually got better.
1: The Steph Curry of L A. Fitness. L A. Fitness actually, basketball the, is the worst. Not the Steph I Curry of L A. Fitness. Not, not.
0: I wouldn't say I was the Steph Curry. I didn't. I didn't really play like Steph Curry. Steph I Curry used wasn't to hate going to see guys kind of play love.
1: basketball at the L A. Fitness. Why they all they all talk like you, you know what I mean? They all had a prime. They all used to be something. They're all like really trying to. Sh- they all think they're the Steph Curry's of the court. It's be just too with much. You guys. Not any other gym. It's the LA Fitness. It's always too
0: much. Look, I'm gonna be honest with you. So I didn't know
1: you were a stereotype.
0: We're, we're in the gym. We're in the boxing gym a couple of days ago. One of the guys I used to play with at the <laughs> LA Fitness comes in the gym. Uh, no, I could no, I could bring no. I could bring Nick Young I'm on this podcast and, and bring <laughs> Nick Young on this podcast and he says, Hey man, Van was wet. He was wet. <laughs> I
2: was I was running at LA Fitness Gym. People in Hollywood know what's up. Shout out to all my boys. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube. Car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com.
0: But look, this is what I was saying about Steph. Steph was like, when he gets into his shit, he's like, he's... He's, he's arrogant, but he's in control. He's like a fucking basketball machine. He can't do anything wrong. And Seth is like the same way. Seth is, and I wonder as brothers, because I never had a brother that was good at anything. That was the problem. Like I, I never had a brother that was as good at anything. I call up my brother and be like, yo, we smoked niggas tonight. They couldn't stop us. You know, I was gonna ask Callie, is Kelly ever witness a conversation where Seth and Steph are talking and they are like, yo, these niggas can't shoot like us. <laughs> I take my mouthpiece out of my mouth, I spit it at people, I run down the court halfway. Did you see the play in the in the did you see the play in the bubble where Seth scores on Paul George and then looks at him and calls him a bitch ass nigga? Do you remember that? No, that no, happened. I'm like, look at these curry boys.
1: <laughs> I'll ask Callie. Ask her. I'll ask. I'll ask her.
0: The goddamn curry <laughs> boys. And they do, and I'm telling you, because they're so nice, the they don't they don't get the reputation for being, they got that nigga shit with them. That, I like that though. I like, I like it that too. They're
1: classy with it. You know what I mean? They don't have to. Their skills speak for themselves. Yeah. You know they don't yeah. have to do all the extra stuff. It's unnecessary Steph,
0: Steph hit the shot and they and they got and the Warriors is just going nuts again. They got Gary Payton the second up there going nuts. Have you watched the Warriors? It's just so fun to watch again. I it's ha- like I actually have It's like it's 2016 again.
1: It's like it's 2016 again. I got to tell you, you hype me up. I'll, I'll definitely check out the next one.
0: And it's good because like God has decided that the Warriors and the Lakers can't be good at the same time. Because the whole time the Warriors were kicking ass, the Lakers were good. And then the entire time the Lakers were, got good these last couple of years, the Warriors were a little down. Correct. Now Correct. the Warriors are good again. And the Lakers are basically like a team that I used to bring to the LA Fitness. It's the same level. As a matter of fact, I think my LA fitness team circa oh 2012 could give the Lakers a run for their money. Lakers struggling really bad. You know who else is struggling?
1: Who?
0: University of Texas football.
1: You know what, Van? I have had enough. I've had enough. Get into the topics. We are struggling. It's bad. It's bad. I can't tell you how many people nah,
0: it's your fault. You did this. You came on here talking your shit. And it's now been same. downhill ever since. Yes, like yes, it is. You came on here talking shit. I, I know I want to let you guys know something. Rachel, Rachel came on here talking about the University of Texas you know was gonna what? come into the SEC and dominate. Texas lost to Kansas at home. <laughs> Texas lost to Kansas at home. Home, you guys ever seen that movie Little Giants? Right now, if you put Kansas on the same field no, with the Little Giants. absolutely not. The Little absolutely Giants life. would Don't be giving this. seven ain't points.
1: Ain't no icebox, <laughs> ain't no spike. No, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. LSU and Texas have the same record. Just yeah. FYI. Okay? okay. Y'all Texas, lost this weekend too. Wait, 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 Don't okay. give me that okay. SEC stuff. Can, Don't can give me honest, that y'all played Arkansas. Arkansas. Be honest, we no. play
0: Arkansas. So here's the thing. Here's the thing.
1: We lost Arkansas. So, y'all lost Arkansas. This is the
0: difference. This is the difference. LSU bad football team, bad football team, a lot of talent. Texas has a lot of talent, by the way, too. Yes, we do. Texas has a lot of talent. Don't get me wrong. LSU bad football team, bad football team. LSU in the last couple of weeks has lost by six at Alabama. They lost by three in overtime at Arkansas. Okay. They lost to Kentucky, bad loss. They lost by three or four to Auburn. It's a team, and by the way, we were down to all of our last guys. We have like six or seven injuries big time injuries. No Ricks, no Stingley, no Keshawn Bouté. Uh, we don't have um Cardell Flott. We have so many players down. Texas lost to Kansas at home, and Kansas was putting by one something point, don't on act that like, ass Baptist by
1: one church. Point, by one point, don't you know how act bad like they Kansas just blew is. us out.
0: You know how bad Kansas is? Seriously. You know how bad Kansas I, is? No, I
1: believe me, I know. I'm glad I was working and I couldn't catch the game.
0: As soon Listen, as you talk that shit.
1: That's not true. It is We've true. We've had some close games against some good teams. Baylor, OK State. That is true. OU. like we had they've been close games and we've lost them we've lost them we we have a new coach we're obviously we went back and forth with the quarterbacks we're obviously having some growing pains and that's quite natural next year we'll be back
0: next year what's going to happen is all of the dead weight from this team is going to be gone and texas is going to have a bounce back season thank you he's a good coach and so lsu but you gotta be. You gotta be honest. And if we'll they was, be
1: good, right on time for the SEC.
0: And if they were, if they were serving crow, you'd have to eat a little bit. Talking about the SEC, you lose to fucking Kansas. Can't believe you came out here lose to goddamn Kansas.
1: We're not there Kansas yet. Kansas
0: is crazy. Kansas lost to yet. Duke. <laughs>
1: um, question. Answer.
0: Let's say that you were single. Okay. You, you didn't have. Brian. Mm-hmm. By the way, I saw a picture of you and Brian. I wanted to show this to you.
1: Is it it's I don't gotta know, be old.
0: <clears throat> no. It's a, they have a uh, they have um they have a picture of you guys. I don't know. Have you ever seen it the Wardoff, Astoria in Bucket? No. Oh, there's a picture of you guys there.
1: No, there's not.
0: Yeah. There certainly is. There's a picture of you guys in the, uh, like, like a Waldorf Astoria picture. Look! no, no,
1: no, 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 no,
0: no, no, I knew it. I knew it. No. Look, I'm like, look. I'm like, oh, shit. Was I hate Rachel. you so much. It's Rachel and Brian with the Waldorf Astoria thing. Make sure you guys so watch it. on Spotify so you can see. Oh, I'm gonna post the picture of them in our thought wars. Go to the Reddit
1: you
0: so you can see the picture of Rachel and Brian. I'm I was like, really oh believing you too,
1: and then just as you were about to show it, I was like, I know where he's going with it.
0: <laughs> right. picture Rachel and, and Brian.
1: I hate that you saw that. You saw the, I had
0: to take a picture of him. I'm like, oh that? shit! <laughs> Look at my homies getting that money. Um, if you were single. <laughs> Would you have a baby with the baby?
1: Pre-scandal or after?
0: He's a good father. Oh. Pre-scandal. You would.
1: I just said, I would not. That would be you. I would not. Yes, you would. I would Rachel. not, but that's, I, think that's that's a very, I think that's a very logical that's question nuts. to ask, right? Because I think people would change their answer. For me, it would be a no. I mean, how can I even answer that question?
0: Have you seen what's going on with the baby and his uh, and Danny Lee? Danny Sadly,
1: Lee. I have. Right. And I saw, I just happened to be, actually, no, I didn't see. It was brought to my attention from Brian. He's the one who even brought the entire situation to light for me. He was like, read this Shade Room post and then look at the comment. And I'm reading this post and he's like, and it's Danny Lee. You know, she typed something on her stories and mm-hmm. Shade Room, you know, posted it to their feed. And he's like, now look at look at the caption and then look at the comment. And there was a comment from none other than my co-host mm-hmm. on Higher Learning, mm-hmm. Ben Lathan. You were so fucking petty. I can't <laughs> Why am I petty? How am I Guess it turns out he didn't want a yellow bone at all.
0: Hey, I, that's what he... That's I That guess woman he is that.
1: clearly going through some things. And I said... Van, I, that, that's how that's how I found out about the situation. Right. Also, finding out my co-host is as petty as they get. You Look. couldn't wait. Look. You couldn't wait to write that.
0: Look, I'm not gonna lie. I feel for Danny Lay because she's got what like a three month old baby. So yeah. apparently there was some shenanigans going on in the lives of the baby and Danny Lay. Top-tier mess to start off the podcast with. The mess report. Play that whatever we got some mess to talk no. about. No. Um, and so apparently the baby tried to kick Danny Lay out of his house, wherever he's at, in Charlotte. She wouldn't leave, so he had to call the police. Then he went on live showing that she wouldn't leave. Then she went on live talking about what was actually going on. Then he went on live. Then she interrupted the live. Then she posted all types of videos. Cause on one live, he said that she wasn't really with him, that she was a side chick. Okay, which I don't think any of us believe because we all know when they were front-center with their relationship. Um, if she was a side chick, it wasn't a very effective side chicking, because it looked like main chick action from where I was sitting. Uh, she posted all but of her these. But her receipts
1: look side chickish. How? I know she's she wasn't. A, I know she wasn't a side chick. But that she was like, oh, Danny Lee put out the receipts, and I'm like, okay, you having pictures with him?
0: Or no, but having those were Instagram all pictures stories? that were posted on their stories publicly. You wouldn't post public stories with your side chick.
1: If you bold enough, you saw what old, uh, another girl came out with. Apparently, he's very bold with how he does it. But I know she's not a side chick. I don't even know why he said that or she entertained yeah. that and feel like she had to prove it. But I thought her proof. I was like, you could do better than that. You're in a whole video with him where he's singing a song called "Masterpiece." Right. Like you are not. A, you do not do that with a side chick.
0: Right. You don't. So after that, um, she talked about the fact that he's trying to put her out of the house. She doesn't want to leave because she's got the three-month-old baby, but she is going to leave now. Uh, She says that the only reason why he's actually mad is because she ordered some plan B, and the plan B was coming to the house uh, because all he wants to do is nut in her. So she said these are her words. The reason why I said what I said was this. She kind of shitted on black women a little bit. She kind of shitted on black women. She wanted her a real nigga. She well, did
1: kinda, she did.
0: She did, right? Just wish, wishing, hey, this is what he wants. He doesn't want you, he wants me. And I'm sorry. It's funny.
1: I actually don't think it's funny.
0: Mm. Um, there you go. Wow.
1: I don't think it's funny because there's a kid involved. And oh, all I the kept thinking so was so
0: young the kid's I know, know
1: but like that's it. toxic. Like all you think it's gonna get better? it's only going to get worse and I just, it's not going to get better anytime soon. I should say that. And all I just keep thinking about is y'all got all this mess and all this drama. You brought a kid into the world and it's just nasty. And I, I just, I, I don't like, it was one of those things where it's like, I shouldn't be watching this, but I can't stop watching it. It's right. like, I got to know what the, the, the context of this video and that video and this message and that picture. And I, it it's just, it's just so sloppy, and I hate to see people airing it out. And I'm not a fan of hers by any means, but at the same time, I don't like the disrespect of the woman. I don't like the disrespect of the the mother of your child. I don't like the—I I just don't—there's no reason yeah. to put her out there like that. She her out disrespected
0: the, house. the mother of the child, like, a, I, a way wait, wait, before. Wait, wait. I. We did a
1: whole we did a whole segment on it karma, and I went off karma, on her. I went chameleon. off on her. But mm-hmm. I'm not gonna sit here and say that I'm like relishing in the fact that she's, it's now happen it's now happening to her. It's gross either way. I like I'm 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 talking about these as two separate issues. Cause I already got on to her for that. And she's and she as you said, she shitted on black women, which means she's shitting on me. So I I take offense to that. But watching this whole thing go down with a baby involved like I didn't want to see it. I didn't so, want to see it.
0: It's unfortunate, but I gotta admit. First of all, relish. I don't like relish. Do you like relish on a hot dog?
1: You know I don't.
0: People put relish it's on gross. A hot dogs. It's like I don't like relish. It's like weird, it's sweet, tart. You I like, don't use it as a noun. Do you like I don't chili? Speak of it in a noun sense. Do you mm-hmm. like chili on a hot dog?
1: No, I don't like chili at all.
0: Rachel, it's textures, Rachel. It's textures. What do you eat on a hot dog? Just, I mean, you don't like chili. Like, what do you eat mustard on a hot dog, Rachel? That's it. Just mustard.
1: Just mustard.
0: So you get a hot. So you take a fucking weenie. <laughs> you put it in a bun, and you just put mustard on it. You're good to go.
1: Yeah. Sometimes I don't even do mustard.
0: You just eat a dry hot dog. I do. Oh my <laughs> god!
1: But Oof. I love a hot dog.
0: You don't like a hot dog because that's not a hot dog. Well,
1: no. Clearly I do because I can eat it without all the stuff on top. That's
0: a sad dog.
1: <laughs> <sighs> well, damn it, I love sad dogs.
0: Sad dogs. Rachel loves some sad dogs. Just come over to the house and have some sad dogs. Um, yeah, so look. Uh, bunch of mess. I do hope sincerely that, uh, that everyone is okay and that everyone figures everything out because it looks crazy. But this is high goof troop behavior.
1: Hundred percent.
0: Goofy kids, goofy kids, putting all their business on the in, on the internet. Goofy kids. I gotta be honest with you, man. The baby's real nigga stock is going down.
1: I thought it was already went down.
0: His real nigga stock like is down, plummeting. Down,
1: down, down, down. I've always it liked. He really the baby. doesn't care what people think about him because he's just like, I'm gonna do whatever I want. Like, it's weird to me. Not weird. It's just off to me that you thought you were going to look like the good guy by going on alive and doing this. Like you thought you were protecting yourself by telling everybody she was crazy and you were going to call the cops on her. Like you thought this, I'm getting this wrong.
0: Counterpoint. Okay. Is that potentially a way to diffuse the situation so that it does not become physically dangerous and all of that. He says that at times she was hitting on him, punching on him, doing mm-hmm. all of that stuff, and then before you know it, she's hitting on him, he's punching on him, he grabs her or he loses it, and then all of a sudden he's got a charge and somebody's in real danger. Mm-hmm. By putting the situation there and putting the camera on it, Is that not a way to control the situation so that people don't flail and go out of control? I did wonder about whether or not he was exploiting Mm -hmm. it or whether or not he's like, look, look at this, blah, 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 blah. Like almost the way you would tape a police encounter.
1: Right, possibly. Right. But to me, the way... The the reason you talked about, was he exploiting it? Well, yes, because you put it on a live for the public. You could have put a camera on it and recorded it and have it as evidence to give to the police or whoever, or use it in a custody battle or however you wanted to. We didn't need to see it. Sure. You wanted to win the court of public opinion. That's what you were trying to do. And that's off to me that you thought that was going to do it for you.
0: We have to have a hot dog discussion at some point.
1: I think that conversation's over with. I mean, I there's really nowhere I... to go.
0: R- Rachel, I truly believe in my heart that that conversation is just beginning.
1: <laughs> is What's the best hot dog place out here in L.A.? <sighs> I had a really good one at, call, at a place called Earl's. You... <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. (laughs) Why are you laughing so hard? At Earls.
0: I had a really good one at a place (laughs) called Earls. (laughs) Where the fuck is Earls, nigga? wait a minute am I it's, in, it's on
1: the south side I don't it's know south C- it's in south central LA it's like on oh, Crenshaw see
0: you down there with the goddams <laughs> but, <laughs> you know but according to
1: you I don't know anything about that no you don't know anything about
0: the goddams in Atlanta but you know no, Earl's, Earl's on Crenshaw little,
1: Earl sells a little bit of everything
0: Earl's on Crenshaw I never heard of Earl's <laughs> shout out to Earl's that do look like a good hot dog too I had a good one at a place called Earl's <laughs> Oh, you gonna Lord. be there
1: later today. Watch. I will. Vegan they link serve oh, they gumbo. got vegan
0: link too. How long has Earls been around? I
1: don't know. <laughs> my own girl lives over there, and she and 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 her husband will come back and bring us up for Earls.
0: I don't know Earls, but it's in the <laughs> Oh, I do know Earls. Earls, I do know Earls. Earls is right next to Orleans in York on Crenshaw. I drive by Earls all the time. See, um,
1: you didn't think I know anything about it. I drop by
0: Earl's all the time. Earl's is on like, uh, like, Krishan King, basically. Y'all, I've Earl's seen is it.
1: on Postmates and DoorDash. I've Get seen some. it,
0: but I've Damn. never gone into Earl's before because I thought Earl's was a vegan restaurant.
1: I could see how you could say that. Because it says,
0: it says vegan right there. I thought Earl's was a vegan restaurant. Earl's. I had one at a place called Earl's. Uh, (laughs) Um, let's take a break.
2: (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com.
1: This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. You could be doing anything this week, right? You've got work, errands, friends, and a whole lot of fun in between. That's why the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the capable SUV that's built for your life. With premium interiors, available wireless charging, and room for your whole cargo and crew. Okay, Hyundai. Visit HyundaiUSA.com to learn more about the all-new 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe.
0: Okay, it's time for you guys to brace yourself for something. When I say brace yourself, I mean brace yourself seriously. Kyle Rittenhouse is going to get off. No doubt about it in my mind. Okay.
1: Gosh, I'm just, I'm just not there, but keep going.
0: The judge in the Kyle Rittenhouse case has dismissed a weapons charge. Now of all the charges that Kyle Rittenhouse was facing, and he was facing um, up to nine months in jail on a misdemeanor of illegal possession of a dangerous weapon by a person under 18. That seemed like the most slam dunk of all of the charges. And I'm about to say something that people are not going to like. The reason why that seemed like the most slam dunk of all of the charges is because, unfortunately, Kyle Rittenhouse's self defense claim is incredibly valid. Unfortunately, even though Kyle Rittenhouse went down there looking for trouble, looking for fight, looking for a fight, in both instances that Kyle Rittenhouse used his weapon. If any of the video in the accounts are true, his his claim of self-defense is pretty valid. Okay? Why do you say that? Uh, because in one case, a guy was attacking him with a skateboard, and in another case, someone pulled a gun on him. So in, in either of those cases, unless you can prove that Kyle Rittenhouse had turned his gun on those people before they did what they did, a self-defense claim... Seems to be pretty valid. I mean, I just and, and and so let me go into this before I go into the the, the count on the uh, the count on the um the 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 weapons charge, and, and and let me be as honest as I possibly can on this. Part of us protecting our peace and protecting our um, sanity. Is trying to look at some of these things in a dispassionate way and trying to root out the actualities in all of these situations. So, as it relates to the stand your ground law in um, the Trayvon Martin killing, my particular belief of what happened between Trayvon Martin and George Zimmerman was that there should be some sort of legal. Uh, Mandate For someone who provokes an encounter Really You provoke an encounter Not just provoke an encounter by calling me names You provoke an encounter by following me If we go back to the Trayvon Martin situation You provoke an encounter by following me Getting out of the car And then when I get When you get out of the car I think I'm in danger So I think I'm in danger I attack you And because I attack you you then shoot me, uh, I am dead. You have to stand your ground law. My whole point with that was not that the stand your ground law didn't make sense as it related to George Zimmerman in that situation. That's kind of what the stand your ground law is. But there should be some nullification on it if you're the aggressor. Now, if it's true that Kyle Rittenhouse was driving around that night or riding around pointing his gun at people, then those people could have seen Kyle Rittenhouse as a threat. If they saw him as a threat, then you could uh, could argue that they were acting in self-defense. And if they were acting in self-defense, then his self-defense is kind of null and void. But for people that go down there uh, in a situation, things are heightened. You attack someone with a rifle and he uses the rifle in an open carry state, that's going to be a legitimate self-defense beef no matter what. It, It just is. And the reality is if we look the reality is when we get all wound up about things and we get all hyped up and and, <laughs> and 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 through the roof about things, we have to pick the right things. We have to pick things like the, the Ahmed Arbery killing, the uh Brianna Taylor situation. Did we have to pick the right things because in this case, the prosecution was never really going to be able to prove a murder case on Kyle Rittenhouse. I know we wanted it to happen. I know we believed that it that it that it was a deal, but they were never really going to be able to prove it. And if I'm being completely honest, that's something that looking into the case as much as I looked into it, I pretty much always knew, but I just wanted him to be held responsible for the two lives that he took. So a lot of times, um I feel like I de intellectualized the manner. Uh, because it's, I,
1: safe, it's to protect yourself
0: and I know what kind of person Kyle Rittenhouse is I know that Kyle Rittenhouse went there that night looking to hurt somebody I know he did and so because he did I wanted him to face the consequences of it even though to be honest with you those are probably both clean shoots
1: The issue, the reason people have a lot of issues with what the judge is doing, not allowing certain things to come in, because it shows Kyle Rittenhouse's mindset prior to and after the shooting. And he's thrown out some of those things, which he's gone back and forth with the prosecution with. And it shows his state of mind. I mean, one thing that did come in is his social media, where we know that that gun that he used to murder those two people and injure someone else, we know that that gun he had just gotten. The d- he This is only his second time using it. The first time he used it is he took a picture with it. It's on his social media. And he literally says, bruh, I just want to be famous. That's that's the right, case underneath of it. Of course, yeah. And when you put all that kind of stuff together, and then he packs up, his mom packs him up in a car, ships him off to go do whatever he, we know what he was doing. I'm not sure what the, I didn't watch his testimony. What he said he went to do, I guess, protect I don't know. I don't know what he's saying he went to do with the gun. But I guess the reason I'm 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 just I'm hoping that he's charged with something is because it's going to be open season. You're going to be able to look at what he did. And and there is certain thing there's certain video evidence and accounts to show that possibly he felt he was endangered. But you're giving people the freedom to be able to grab a weapon and defend themselves when it comes to riots, when there's really nothing necessarily to defend. And the problem is if you were watching, the, um, they had the closing arguments today, and they're still, the prosecution's delivering the rebuttal argument right now, and then the case is gonna go to the jury. But if you were watching today, the prosecution showed video of other people armed with rifles and were confronted by an angry mob. The mob was in their face, pushing them, and not once did they grab their gun, pull the trigger, and murder those people, okay? And they were using that to show that Kyle had a different mindset than those other people. Those people showed restraint. Those people knew how to handle their weapons. Kyle was reckless with his. So I'm hoping at the end of the day that at least if the reckless homicide doesn't stand, at least the reckless, recklessly endangering safety will stand with the use of a dangerous weapon, which still holds a lot of jail time. And it can add even more depending on the type of weapon that you were using. That's what I'm at least hoping, which still isn't you know, accounting for the deaths, right? He's not getting charged with homicide, but if he can get in charge with endangering the safety and he was reckless with it, which I think that the prosecution has shown that he was doing just that it's possible that he could be charged with it.
0: So <clears throat> we began this talking about the weapons charges just throughout the weapons charge, the weapons charge. Uh, there's one account of illegal possession of a dangerous weapon by a person under 18 it's a misdemeanor punishable by up to nine months in jail. The judge threw that out on a technicality. Uh, apparently, uh, the judge cited an exception within that law dealing with the age of the defendant, the length of the barrel of the gun itself, okay, and hunting for dis- for dismissing that count. For this statute to apply, the defendant had to also violate a hunting regulation that only applies to people under 16. There is an error in the actual legislation <clears throat> That that law is beholden to. So the defense uh found that. They threw that case that, that out. That to me was the most slam dunk thing you were going to be able to get Kyle Rittenhouse on. To me. That was the most slam dunk thing. That I, I think we everyone knows he was guilty of. We know how old but- he was. We knew he had the gun. So I'll give you an example of a case where uh kind of you'll split the difference here. There's a case in Florida, I can't remember where, of a guy, a white guy, who um a white guy who went to a convenience store, a convenience store. He always went to, and he had a, a, a gun on him. Um, And if you can remember the exact case of the description, put this in the, the, in the Reddit so people can read up about it. So <clears throat> he went to a convenience store and there was a woman that was parked in a handicapped spot in the convenience store. Okay. She was parked in the spot. He started like talking to her, like berating her. Like he felt he, he's a George, George Zimmerman type. He felt he was sort of the authority over the convenience store parking lot for whatever reason. Uh, he starts talking to her. He starts getting at her or whatever. Um, Her significant other walks out of the convenience store and he pushes the guy. When he pushes the guy, the guy falls. The guy then takes out his gun, shoots the man, kills him. That guy was sent to jail for murder. The reason why he was sent to jail for murder is because during this encounter, number one, there was video. And number one, when they, when they interviewed this gentleman, the hypervigilant way in which he described the, his, this encounter let them know that this was a guy who was looking for a fight. This was a guy who who in some way he had trained in combat to uh, deal with to deter someone with deadly force if he had to. And also when the guy pushed him, he stopped. Mm -hmm. So he pushed the guy down, basically get away from my woman. Right. And then he stopped. He didn't advance upon him to beat him up anymore. He didn't do anything. He was just standing still looking at him. At that point, there was no reasonable threat. The guy pulls out his gun, he shoots the guy, the guy dies. They look at all the evidence. The dude goes to jail for murder. Whole situation. He had had prior incidences too where he was uh, had brandished his gun and all kinds of stuff. So uh, that happens. What I'm saying is uh, in in this situation, it was important for us To not temper our expectations But understand that this was a legally Uphill battle uh, In the first place And the reason why I say this Is because when this this is read There are going to be a lot of people Who are going to want to take to the streets And a lot of people Who are going to want to demonstrate And 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 protest And show civil disobedience And all of that and I'm saying that we need to pick our battles. And I'm, I'm I'm saying that to go out and put yourself in harm's way, to go out and put yourself in the situation, I know that people are going to be upset. I know that people are going to be mad. But we need to make sure that if you're going to go out there and put your safety, your life, your liberty, all of these things in jeopardy, that the cause is worth it. That's not to say anything about the two people that have died there. Right. That's not. That is horrible. And I believe that Kyle Rittenhouse is nothing but a junior George Zimmerman. Having said that, I also would urge caution from people that are going to get too invested and involved into something that looked to be a tragic occurrence. Uh, That's really it. That looked to be just a tragic occurrence to where. There wasn't a high chance, looking at this from the beginning, that he was going to be convicted of anything.
1: Let me ask you this: There was a guy with a gun in his hand. Kyle Rittenhouse had a gun in his hand. Mm-hmm. Kyle's not a threat, but that guy was a threat.
0: Well, the guy, the guy, said, Kyle says the guy pointed the gun at him. I mean, so I don't know.
1: the prosecution showed video with the guy with the gun and show, slowed it down frame by frame. And you can see where he was taking, stepping back and that the 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 hand with the gun in it, Kyle shot it before. So it fell forward and it, his arm went limp. Right. And that's when it was toward him because Kyle shot his, his arm. Right. And so, and so like, but, but do you see what I'm saying? And it was something that the prosecution brought up where they said, why is it that Kyle couldn't be a threat to anybody with an assault weapon, but this these other people were threats? And I think what's tough too, and I know you tell people not to get too into this case and what the motion is, Kyle's alive, they're dead. So it's like his word is taken as what the truth is because these other people can't speak anymore because he murdered them.
0: What I would say is this. In both cases, this there should be something in the law for provocation. That's all mm-hmm. I'm saying, um, and I mean that for a lot of people. Like I watch open carry videos on YouTube all the time of people just carrying AK-47s around communities. Look, I, I know what the what open carry is for, but that makes people that makes people oh shut up. Oh, serious about to show me some open carry videos, but that makes people tense, mm-hmm. and and that makes people scared and especially mm-hmm. in a situation like this where a kid came to a situation looking for trouble uh it made people tense and it made people scared um and especially like if sometimes strength invites conflict so sometimes if you have the gun uh in and of itself that makes people want to try you remember when do you remember during the uh the the demonstrations last year when that guy had that bow and arrow yes right, Hawkeye. So Hawkeye has a bow and arrow and he has the bow and arrow and he's, he's he's looking like he's going to, he's like, get away from me, get away from me, I'll shoot people with a bow and arrow. And what did they do? They rushed Hawkeye and they beat the shit out of him. Now, if Hawkeye had had a gun and they had rushed him, he probably would have got a couple of them. But I don't know who this nigga thought he was. Thought well, he was
1: Hawkeye, apparently.
0: Legolas from Lord of the Rings or something and they couldn't get him. So,
1: uh,
0: I personally think the verdict here in the Kyle Rittenhouse situation is going to suck.
1: Well, the judge is instructing the jury as we speak. Arguments are done. Cases close. Still They've re- both sides of They've rested, getting the jury instructions and the case will have, the jury will have the case by tonight.
0: You will have the case by tonight. Let's take a break. I'll see how they respond to that one. Um, uh, this is very interesting. Whistleblower blower, A whistleblower featured in a USA Today behind the Blue Wall series has been ousted from his police union. This guy's name is Sergeant Javier Esquada, a 27-year veteran of the Joliet Police Department. He's become a pariah since July 2020 when he shared with a television reporter footage from January of that year showing how officers treated a handcuffed black man in medical distress. Black man, his name was Eric Lurie. They restricted his airway and shoved a baton down his mouth hours before his death. The squadron now faces up to 20 years in prison after department officials opened a criminal investigation into his action and prosecutors charged him with four counts of official misconduct. Rachel, we always want cops to see something, then say something. How in the fuck can they do that when Javier Esquada cannot get a fair shake after exposing what happened to a black man before he died?
1: Forget a fair shake. I mean, it's just like, why would you be encouraged to tell when something's going wrong when you're now facing up to 20 years in prison After serving 27 years on the force and dedicating your life to serving the community and the people and standing up for for justice. And now when you actually do that for someone who's not a police officer, you're, you're facing jail time. This just shows nothing more than the police are really about protecting themselves and their well-being and their union and their brotherhood than anything else, than the citizens and the community, like nothing. That's all this case highlights. And the fact that it's even brought to national attention and they still don't care. They even, not only is he facing jail time, they kicked him out of the union. They want nothing to do with this man for standing up for what is right. Forget the officers who, beat this person who allowed this person to die on their watch, didn't take him to the hospital when he was suffering, took him to the police station. Forget getting the bad apples off your force. You're more about protecting the brotherhood than you are about what's doing right. It's disgusting. Yeah. I hope that I hope this case comes like to public attention even more so.
0: You guys, when we say that policing is broken, this is what we mean. We keep talking about apples and bad apples and fucking fruit. We talk a lot about fruit. When it comes to police, it's like a lot of police talk seems to be centered around produce. It's bad apples and weeding out, and all of these things that have to do with plant life. It seems as if to me that there's no fixing this, and we've talked about this over and over again. Oh, how can you reform this? But I mean, it seems like we're belly aching about it. But look, the fucking guy's doing what you said, what you want him to do. Hey, right. right on the bad cops, and what do they do? They kick his ass right out of the whole situation. Now he doesn't even have fucking dental anymore. He's out of the union. He's out of union. He's got no dental. Yeah. So, so dental I'm trying to I'm trying I'm trying to figure out like what the hell is going on. They gave him a desk job. They took him off the force. You know, they just like in a bad 80s action movie. Oh, they gave me a desk. It's like I'm off the force. You know, they took me off the street, Bert. They took they took him off the street. They gave him a desk job. So I want everybody for doing the
1: right thing.
0: For doing the right thing. I want everybody to I want to do a new say his name. Say the name of Sergeant Javier Esqueda. Javier Esqueda is being railroaded by the Joliet Police Department. Say his name. Help him out. Everybody should be tweeting about this guy, hashtagging about this guy, talking about this guy. He leaked the video that he thought was wrong, and now they're trying to get him. So Javier Esqueda, you did the right thing. Um, you can't be the unexpected ally of the week because you're the police. But still, uh, this is a situation that as much cultural power as we have, we should be using to shed a light on this because this is someone who did what everyone has been asked to do and they're kicking them right in his nuts for it. All right, let's take a break.
1: I think it's Javier Esqueda.
2: This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful?
0: Woo! It's time to get back to Biden. It's time to get back to Biden. It's we time can't to turn get everything into a song. I'm so to sorry. Biden. We can't. I love that Jojo Biden. Hey, it's time to get back. We gotta get back to Biden, okay? Because we haven't really been talking about B-I-D-E-N We literally talked about him the last episode. Whatever. Um, (laughs) Biden finally signed one trillion, a trillion, a trillion, a trillion, a trillion. Um, He finally signed the $1 trillion bipartisan infrastructure bill into law, unlocking funds for transportation, broadband, and utility. Woo! $550 billion into new funds in transportation, broadband, utilities. Like I said, a billion billion into roads, bridges, and other major projects, 66 billion in freight and passenger rail, including potential upgrades to Amtrak. It will direct 39 billion into public transit systems, 65 to broadband alone, which became a priority after millions of Americans were left without effective internet access after the COVID vaccine, COVID pandemic, should I say? Uh, and $55 billion into improving water systems and replacing lead pipes. And the most important thing is what he did specifically for black people in this bill, which is he gave us brand new little milk pouches that you get uh, at lunchtime. Okay, normally when you at lunchtime in public school in the hood is 50 cents extra for chocolate milk. Not anymore, baby. Biden's president. Every day, the hood drinks chocolate milk. That's about it. That's all you niggas got in the $1 trillion package of the infrastructure deal. Woo! Chocolate milk time, baby. Biden. These are just jokes. Um, Are you pleased with the $1 trillion infrastructure infrastructure deal that biden has just passed
1: i mean if you're talking about it as a whole if it's help you know helping the country that's one thing but we talked about this last time in the sense that this only the bill that was passed and the reason it got signed and it had 13 Republicans or from the GOP sign is because it's more moderate. It doesn't at all attack the personal side of things. It doesn't all hit home with that, with the human infrastructure side of it, that progressives were preaching that they want, which would help people of color. And now, to me, is the test of, great, This you got something passed. You got a bipartisan bill passed. Now, can you get the one that's more progressive? passed that really helps the people that's what i think is going to be the test of and and will they be and because the progressives had to come to the table and basically concede and say okay we'll do this if you turn and do this for us now we'll see will people do that in the sense they can get their part of the bill passed that's more of what i'm watching and waiting for
0: now let me be very very serious now Sometimes things benefit black people that don't have, this is for black people written all over them. For example, Mm -hmm. it might not seem like a big deal to some or specifically a race issue to some, but broadband internet is a huge problem for young black students. I talk to people at HBCUs all over the place professors goddamn all over the place i talked to them and they will tell me that it's particularly a problem at the hbcu especially during the time that these kids had to get their stuff done online that they didn't have any online access to do it that they had to go sit in the parking lot of a goddamn taco bell or mcdonald's or starbucks all day long i talked to many students All day long because they didn't have access to broadband internet in places like South Carolina, in different parts of Tennessee, in parts of rural Georgia, uh, parts of West Virginia, where the six black people that might want to go to school might want to be able to use internet, all places like that. So that's actually something that really affects black people. Once again, you look at something else here you look at clean water. Obviously we know a situation in Flint, but there are places all over the place where clean water issues uh, affect black and brown communities. And if Mm. there is real true investment into getting lead out of water and to to clean up the water, that is going to probably disproportionately affect black and brown people. So there's a lot of stuff in this bill that will affect black, brown people. Okay, a lot of stuff in the bill. Now, upgrading Amtrak might not. And that's probably something that we don't we're not gonna use very much. <laughs> I feel like with black people is either bus or plane. I don't know a lot of trained black people. I was I was <laughs> a trained black person. I used to get on the train,
2: but I really? feel
0: like we're either oh yeah I the train, I wrote the train from New Orleans all the way to LA like four times. 48 wow. hours. 48 hours on a train. Let me tell you something about coming back on the train. You come on the train from... So look, you come back on the train from LA to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. There's a part where the train in San Antonio, where the train breaks off and part of the train goes north and mm-hmm. the other train keeps going to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And there's like a three-hour layover and it's always on Monday a night. layover. Yeah, it's always on Monday night. Always on Monday night that this happens on the train. And we would always go to Hooters... In in uh, in San Antonio, and we will watch Monday Night Football. Big train party. Get off the train. How
1: long Monday does Football. it? How long does it take you to get from LA to New Orleans on the train? Forty-eight hours. How many stops? A lot. Yeah.
0: That's a lot, but I was scared to fly. Look Not at the to what age? Oh, thirty-seven. Wow. I didn't fly for like 12 years. You know, I didn't I like yeah, I wasn't flying. I wasn't getting on planes like that? Crazy. Uh yeah, so there's a lot of stuff. But there's gonna be some criticism uh in this bill because the two billion dollar version of this bill had a lot more directly, a lot more direct money. As a matter of fact, Correct. <laughs> the uh <laughs> New York Post uh last last summer called it, it said it was chock chocked chock full of anti white racism. It said it was,
1: anti-white,
0: what? He said it was chalked full of anti-white racism. That's what. The, that's what the New York Post. Biden's infrastructure bill is chock full of anti-white racism. That's what the New York Post said about it. Um, uh, back in the day, um, is in uh, passing March also put in place an ugly system of discrimination against whites. It's crazy.
1: Okay, well. We'll see what happens with the build back better plan
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, so now what we have to do is do the information and make sure that black businesses and other black people know exactly what's in this bill for them, how they can use the money to address situations in their communities and blah blah blah, but you're 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 pleased with this you're I overall, didn't are you, that. I'm asking
1: I think it's something, and it's a step because we got something passed, which we know it's been a struggle in congress to get things passed. So, yeah, that's great. But again, we're watching to see if the build better back, I can never say this right, plan comes to fruition and we see, you know, things with jobs and businesses and the paid leave and those things that are on the table that they're talking about, if we see if those things come to fruition, will they compromise on behalf of the progressives like the progressives did for them? I don't know. Let's we'll
0: see. We don't know. Um, what what we're going to do is we're going to have somebody come in And maybe run down on the list and see Everything that the Negroes got here Because we have to do it line by line Uh, Kamala Harris uh, Her aides are apparently Passing around an Onion article mocking The VP when they get annoyed with the White House Everybody In Kamala Harris's people uh, On her side of things seems to be upset That she's being hamstrung By the White House Now people are saying that Kamala's not around a lot But seems to me that there's some people inside of the Kamala Harris wing of Washington that think she's being put on ice on purpose.
1: I think this is interesting. You do. Well, I just think it's interesting because obviously she ran against Joe Biden. Right. Um, We saw her campaign fall apart. You know, she ran for, um, I mean, then she becomes his running mate and everyone was saying, you know, Biden's only going to be there for four years. He's grooming Kamala Harris to become the president or to have another run in 2024. This is what people were saying. Now we see her in a position where, you know, allegedly she doesn't really have. I'm not going to say she doesn't have much power, but maybe that not as much responsibility and the things that she has been given have been put on ice as far as immigration, um, as far as with the Voting Rights Act, those things have been on a standstill when it comes to to Congress and and so she we really haven't seen her do much and she does seem to be very quiet. And the things that have moved forward are in Budich his line who he says is like a son. He reminds him of his son that passed away. And I just find it interesting. You never heard that?
0: That's yeah, that's okay.
1: You never heard that when he, when, when Pete Buttigieg uh, conceded, he, Biden was right there. I think they were in Texas. And Biden said he, he sees a lot of his son in him, I believe is what he said. And he's a big supporter of Pete. And that's why he brought him into this administration. And I find it interesting because of what his responsibilities are. Maybe he is grooming him to be the top. Person in the Democratic Party to run for the 2024
0: seat. Interesting. Interesting. Um, do you feel played at all? By Biden? A little bit, yeah.
1: You would. I would have to believe that he brought Kamala Harris on to purposely tie her hands and not allow her to do anything. I'm not ready to say that yet. I'm not ready to say that just yet.
0: Maybe not that he brought her on to purposely tie her hands, but that perhaps it was window dressing and there was no there was no clear intention for her.
1: Well, I know part of the people in her party are saying party, her party, her group, her people um, are saying that, you know, he's given her responsibilities that aren't necessarily her strong suit and don't showcase The abilities and the, you know, the expertise that she has. And I think they're particularly referring to immigration, but I would say the voters right act is right up her alley. So for her to be in charge of that is in, in her lane. So I, I don't know. I think it's a leap. I think that where there's smoke, there's fire. And I do think that, you know, her, her team is upset that she doesn't seem to be able to do much. But I don't. I'm not ready to say that it's window dressing. I, wait, wait, wait. Obviously, there's window dressing in the sense that he felt the pressure to pick somebody black. We all know that. And a woman, because he he came out and said, "I'm going to pick a woman." Well, after everything that happened in 2020, the woman had to be black. So obviously, there was window dressing in regards to that, and we knew that. But with the other part that people are saying now, I'm not ready to go there.
0: Not ready to go there. Uh, Harris has told allies that she feels constrained by what she can do in office. Now, here's the thing. Let's go back to the hot dogs that we talked about earlier. No,
1: no, no, no. no. We have to. to.
0: Because you get a hot dog, right? You got the bread. (laughs) And then you put the weenie inside of it. The wiener goes inside of the hot dog. Now, even if you were forced to put a specific wiener of color (laughs) inside the bread.
1: This is not necessary.
0: What you do after (laughs) that is completely up to you, right? Let's say you had no choice. You had to put a wiener of color inside of your hot dog. You're at a party. You don't really eat beef franks, but that's all they got. And you want a hot dog. So you put the wiener of color inside of there. But you know what you have after that? Complete autonomy on what you do with the hot dog. You can dress it up any way that you like. You can put some relish on it. Maybe that relish is letting them deliberate with you uh, with regarding the withdrawal in Afghanistan. You can put some mustard on it. Maybe that mustard is having this person front and center negotiating the infrastructure deal. You can de- even put a little sauerkraut on, sauerkraut on it. Maybe you let them go over there and talk woman to woman with Angela Merkel. What you do after you get this hot dog is all up to you. And I'm going to be honest with you. I feel like Kamala Harris is one of the hot dogs that you like. A dry ass, sad ass hot dog that is being underused and underdressed in the White House. And I wonder why. Kamala Harris was supposed to be the candidate that was energizing us she was supposed to be the standard bearer for 2024 this was was supposed to be on the job training to groom a president the likes we had never seen in the White House before Mm -hmm. and they aren't doing it and I'm just wondering why I'm not mad at nobody but this is clearly not the bill of goods that we were sold
1: no and that's why i find it interesting i have one question for you what does a wiener that's not of color look like
0: well there are different wieners out there
1: because you said she picks a wiener of color i'm trying to understand what the wieners that aren't of color look like well that's i'll tell the you the question i have
0: <laughs>
1: well,
0: <laughs> i think you of all people should be able to answer that question
1: We're talking about actual (laughs) hot dogs. Okay? We're talking about actual hot dogs. I got her! Boom! (laughs) No. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Baby! Did you just try to silence me?
0: No. Did you just try to Joe Biden me? Wow. 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 (laughs) You know what's funny? You know what's funny? It would have been funny if you would have been the vice president that Joe would have picked. And he'd have tried this on you.
1: It would have been funny. It would have been funny if would make been
0: soup kitchen Biden. He'd have been out. <laughs> he'd have been out. out he'd have been fucking out. Like Biden would be like negotiating. You know exit what? Maybe plan. I should interview Biden. Oh, let God. Kamala, let me take care of it. Yeah. <laughs> Let, That's me, what you yeah, need. let me handle this. That's what you need. <laughs> See, they went with Charlemagne, and you know, whatever, that was fucked up. Really, you should get the interview. See, if we ever get an interview with Biden, I'm not going to ask any questions, not really. I'm going to let you handle that. Like, you handle it. that. Like, <laughs> if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Excuse me, Joe? Excuse me? See, yeah, it would wouldn't have stopped there. <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> Texas might be getting a new president. Better O'Rourke is, is running for governor.
1: You said Texas may be getting a new president. This is are you country. saying we're seceding? Yeah,
0: president of Texas. <laughs> uh, as a Texan, are you su- excited about Beto O'Rourke announcing that he's going to run for governor of Texas?
1: Beto's exciting. Beto energizes the people. He's one with. The, he's always out there, one with the people, knocking on doors. I, 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 like him, you know. And he's he's a person who attracts attention outside of Texas. Think you ran for president way too soon. Wish he wouldn't have jumped the gun doing that. But I'm actually surprised it took him this long to run, maybe because he's already run for Senate in Texas and that didn't work. And so maybe he wanted to chill for a second, but I'm for it. Anything that's going to get that demon out of the office, everything that he has done to play into the right and the conservative side of things, basically using Texas as a template on how other right-wing states should behave we got to get him out and I think Beto is honestly a really good person to challenge him um and you know we'll see I think he's better than Matthew McConaughey that's the only other name that's been thrown around there
0: Beto's a good guy Beto's got governor of Texas written all over him just leave that fucking skateboard at the crib bro tired of seeing that fucking skateboard man we get it you're a cool guy you fucking skateboard One it's great people. you're a man of the people you can do a kickflip fuck all that nigga you got bigger problems than motherfucking skateboards this ain't gleaming the cube Tony Hawk pro skater put the skateboard oh. down get serious like I think sometimes they get, they get too into this politicians are fucking make me sick with this shit <laughs> I, I go to a place and I, I go to Iowa and I eat chicken on a stick who fucking cares nigga Who cares? I'm that that type of shit doesn't bother you. You it
1: does. It's different to me with with Beto. I know what you're saying because he's not like, hey, take a picture of me. You know, like eating eating at Earl's. You know what I'm saying? Eating at Earl's. (laughs) Eating at Earl's. (laughs) He's not like that. But it's almost as if somebody saw him skateboarding once. People went wild, and now he keeps doing it. I really mm. do think that's him. But then now he's like, "Oh, everyone likes it. It makes me seem like I'm cool." I, you know, yeah. I, but I get what you're saying. I well, don't like to see
0: that either. How old is Beto? Let's look. Well, give me a guess. How old do you think Beto is?
1: Forty-six.
0: Forty-six. That seems like a good guess. Let me see. Beto, Beto O'Rourke, former United States representative. Beto is.
1: 49.
0: He's 49. Yeah, nigga, put the fucking skateboard up, dog. Put the skateboard up. What he are can, you, an
1: Aegis now? He can't I, skateboard?
0: He can skateboard all he wants. Like, literally, continue to skateboard. I do dumb shit that I shouldn't be doing. I, I was boxing getting hit in my head this morning. Continue to skateboard. But I'm not going to be, hey, Van Lathan, I'm running for governor. <laughs> I'm going to throw a right hook at the competition. It's like no. It's like it's like it's like stop with stop that shit. Um, but I'm excited about Beto as as governor of Texas. Beto is
1: an exciting guy. This He's could definitely. be the last
0: step of Texas completely turning, you know what I mean? Which would be a
1: huge, huge,
0: huge thing for national politics if Texas, yeah, at this point, you know, was able to uh was able to turn blue. If that means I it.
1: think I think it's good, too, because he comes from the El Paso side. So it's like, you know, you're going to get Houston. You know, you're going to get Dallas and Austin in the major cities. But then he also brings that West Texas flavor. So I don't know. It could be this could be good. I'm, you, I'm rooting for
0: Beto. You like El Paso?
1: I've actually never been to El Paso.
0: Really? Mm, interesting. Have I've you? Several times. Oh, so I've never it. been. I went there. I went to El Paso. Best tortillas I've ever had before in my life. It's yeah. the best tortilla. And by the way, they like they slanging tort tortillas in El Paso. You can get a tortilla anywhere. Like, you can get tortillas yeah. side of the road. You get a tortilla. Like they got a little tortilla stand in Walmart. It's like
1: that's like that's just Texas. That's they just they
0: a- they move in tortillas like wait, Kay. they they are. By the way, these are good tortillas.
1: Yes, yes. You, I'm I talking mean,
0: about a tortilla that's so good that like you don't even really you can just eat the tortilla.
1: Like people love tortillas so. I mean, in, after the club, everybody would go to the local gas station to go, Fuel City. Fuel City. Shout out to Dallas, Texas, Fuel City. That's where you went to go get your your tort your tacos Let me tell you after the club, man. down the street from the strip.
0: Let me tell you something, man. We come from some really black ass places, man. Fuel City. Fuel City, nigga. <laughs> Fuel city. <laughs> like, like after the club we're going to fuel city.
1: y'all hit me up if y'all know now I might be I I, I hope fuel city still open but back in the day that's oh exactly god. where we went
0: fuel city, fuel
1: city tacos because that was the name of the gas station
0: so the gas station but the gas station must have been open mad late though yeah. this is a gas station fuel city oh, fuel city fuel fuel tacos, city tacos. <laughs> oh my god it popped up gas station uh, this cash-only cash, cash counter-serve spot is known for selling street tacos 24-7. I told you, I told you. Oh my y'all go- think I, yo, hey, y'all all, don't think
1: i will be out here like this. Fuel I'm City is you. on
0: the critics' list. They got bomb tacos, apparently. Fuel City, Dang. open 24 hours, they got them. Oh, uh, yeah, this is definitely home of Bulls, beers, and tacos. <laughs> Best
1: and it tacos just in Texas? Like the, what? It just becomes the spot because it's got this huge gas station and Feels it's safe. right where all the freeways are outside of downtown, down the street from the Strips. So it's it, it's a hot spot.
0: Mm, they look like it. All right, we told you we talk about <laughs> uh, something that's going on in Prior Lake High School. Um, a, a racist video has brought a call for action at Prior Lake High School. Prior Lake High School is in Minnesota. Um, It's students here were sent home early Thursday, last Thursday, as outrage grew over a student video posted online that targeted a 14-year-old black classmate with racist invective and racist invective. What does that mean? With racist shit. Okay. That targeted a 14-year-old black classmate with uh, racist sayings and anger stuff and urged her to kill herself. Investigation is underway, and the police are working with the school district and the Scott County Attorney's Office. Uh, the police chief in Savage told reporters Thursday that they're doing all that they can to figure this situation out. The school is in a town called Savage. In Minnesota, it is against the law to encourage somebody to take their own life or encourage someone to attempt to take their own life. The girl who was targeted in the video, her name is Naya Siggin. She spoke outside the high school Thursday afternoon saying it was disgusting. It needs to stop now. She added that she was grateful for the support she's received uh, since the video surfaced on social media. Everyone has been talking about Naya. Everyone has been talking about what she has gone through. Uh, Bullying is a problem, says Naya's mother. She doesn't want this to happen to anyone. Okay. Uh, Being that these are all kids in the situation, uh, but these are very serious allegations and accusations. Let's say all of these kids are guilty for everything that they're being accused of doing. They sent this video, they did this stuff they accused this young sister of uh they they uh they encouraged this young sister she said to take her own life. What should happen to these fourteen fifteen and sixteen year old kids
1: charge them mm. charge them charge them charge them i you know like, you know I don't care. With the age they're old enough to know better and the fact that they did it they recorded it they laughed about it this video was shared it was intentional they knew exactly what they were doing this wasn't and i don't even know if this would make it better but this wasn't a video of them saying one thing about her they went on and on and on in this video laughing at her and telling her to take her life disregarding the fact that this is a woman A human being with feelings, they didn't care. So I don't care. Lock them up. And this and I know that there's and I and I applaud Naya for being so strong and not letting these I mean, I'm sure it gets to her, but the fact that she's standing up, she's speaking out. She's not letting these people control her and take her down. And it just reminds me of Tyler Clemente. And I know that there are countless other people who have been bullied for who they are. And then they do end up taking their life. And I just, I these like we shouldn't give them an excuse there is they knew exactly what they're doing i don't want to hear it charge them whatever you can charge them with charge them they need to learn their lesson and if you don't agree with me i'm getting off the podcast now and you can finish the rest of it i'm serious (laughs) i'm so serious um i don't know the ages of the kids
0: i don't know the ages of the kids that are involved uh
1: high school high high school
0: high school kids um so this is my thing. This is my thing. I don't believe in there not being consequences for things that happen. I don't believe in there being not being consequences for things that you did that then after you've grown years and years later. So if like they, if you're 25 and you're one way and they go back and they found something that you said when you were 14 and you're a different person, 25, you're a kid then it's not the same thing, but of course kids need consequences. So I'm not a, I'm not against consequences for the kids. Like kids need consequences. I know I know kids that were real killers with a K and you know some of them ended up being really productive members of society, some of them are dead and some of them are in jail. Um but they all needed someone to show them what was wrong and show them uh what's what's expected of them in order to be productive members of a society that they get along with everyone, so I'm definitely believe that they, that these kids, deserve consequences in in case of this. I guess my question is, what are those conse- What are those consequences? When you say charge them, you think well,
1: it's against the law. So whatever the law is, make prosecute them, feel them it.
0: to the full extent. What of What if law.
1: she killed herself? Right. What if she did do it?
0: All right. I don't have a, 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 a I, Rachel. I know I, you, I, I, Rachel. I know you think I do. I don't have a problem with that.
1: I just, There's I, a I law. mean, was Prosecute them to was recently a the full story of, the law. of a yeah. young girl, a young black girl took her life very recently. And I believe it was in Utah because her classmates were bullying her. I think she was 10. And I, I just, I have no sympathy. I'm not going to excuse these people. You knew what you were doing. The girls are covering up their mouth and laughing as they're saying it. They know it's wrong. Right. They know it's wrong. I, what Whatever is the highest punishment. Give it to them.
0: Right. So we have to do two things here. One thing we have to do is prosecute these kids to the highest extent of the law. Another thing that we have to do is we have to, in some way, get it across to our kids that you don't have to kill yourself just because your classmates say that you do. Sure, because it it we we cannot give all of the power to the offending party in every single situation. So in in this situation, you have to make a clear example out of these kids. And I don't know what's going on, but like, kill yourself wasn't a thing. So you know, sometimes you fat bitch, you stink. You know, one time I farted on the bus when I was you know in like back the, to this
1: again.
0: I was farting on the bus in like the sixth grade and it was the seventh grade. And for the rest of the time, you know, baby would be like "Van stinks." For like months after that, but I do well, not you stink. Did. I farted one time.
1: <laughs> well, you <laughs> did that day. <laughs> right.
0: Right. Um so you know, you know, kids are very cruel, but we do have to set parameters uh on how cruel they can be. Of course we do. Of course we do. I'm just saying Thank just rem- re- remember. These are people that we're hoping will become productive members of society one day. So we have to remember that as we're giving out consequences. And we have to also remember the way we talk to kids. Like sometimes it's okay to be like, yo, fuck you guys.
1: Yeah. But yes. But at that age, school is everything. Your friends are your world. And it's, it's easy for us to say, you know, you can't, you can't worry about that. I was that age one time. No, I know. And I would, and I, and, but not everybody might be as strong or be emotionally able to handle that kind of stuff. When you have maybe the popular girls in school telling you that your life isn't even worth living. And that's a message that spreads throughout high school. I, it's just, it's, I just don't even understand how you can think or fix your mouth to tell somebody. It's all fucked up. I can't. I just can't.
0: It's all fucked up. It's all fucked up. Okay. Vans very serious question of the week. It's what is your most un. Woke, feeling, or sentiment? The one thing about you that's the most unwoke?
1: That's a great question. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. You don't know. Unwoke. What have I... What do I do or think? What's what's your answer? I gotta really think about this.
0: I don't like that Queen Latifah equalizer show. I'm That's try-
1: not that does not count. That does it, that not does count. count. Like, I've oh, tried so to you are suppo- you supposed to like it? I'm supposed to, I'm
0: supposed to support that show because Queen Latifah is a black woman and she's the equalizer. That show sucks, and Denzel Washington is better as the equalizer. And I don't buy Queen Latifah as the equalizer, kicking the shit out of people. I've loved Queen Latifah and everything. I try to watch the equalizer out of wokeness, out of woke fucking allegiance, and it sucks. The okay, show doesn't so, work.
1: So, what you just said was sexist, and that's why it's unwoke. Okay, guys. It's it.
0: sexist. That's sex. Oh, is it sexist that I don't like? Whatever. Well, it it's...
1: wasn't at first. It wasn't at first. You were just like, I don't like the equalizer. Like, okay, you said the show sucks. But then you were like, Denzel's better. Denzel's <laughs> better said as the equalizer. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So I get why it's unwoke. It's unwoke. I don't, What's the most I, unwoke I'm sure thing? There, I'm sure there are many. Um,
0: you know what I think it is? I think it's this picture that I saw of you at the Waldorf Brian? Astoria <laughs> in Buckhead. Look at this picture, guys. Look at this picture once um, again.
1: Whoa, what just happened to this light?
0: Of Rachel and Brian as Waldo for story. look at Rachel. Look at Rachel catering to her man. I can
1: definitely see my forehead in that picture. In a
0: robe. That's you. I know that's you. What's the most unwoke thing? Come on.
1: No. Come on. I
0: don't. Come on. For example, do you like the Lethal Weapon series? You know Mel Gibson's coming back to direct yeah, the. Yeah, I
1: was hoping we didn't talk about that because you know I ain't seen any of those. Yeah, right. That's not unwoke because Mel's leading it. You know what I mean?
0: Right. Um. Unwoke. What's the most unwoke thing about you? And by the way, redditors, people on uh, Facebook, on Twitter, and Instagram. What's the most unwoke thing about you? Like, do you still fucking? I know what the most unwoke thing about you is, Rachel. What? You still like The Cosby Show.
1: And I don't feel a certain way about that.
0: There you go. That's not very woke. That's not very woke, Rach.
1: I'm sorry. Bill Cosby's not the only person on the show. and Well, shit. I didn't you got say a, like
0: It's not a lot of niggas on there that's like, Felicia Rashad is pretty unwoke too. Yeah, she was unwoke. She's, <laughs> like, she's like they, really when you look at it the Cosby is show unworked. is two for two she was okay, getting on the we'll students did you see her getting at the students at Howard wait why because
1: the, of what they they came the, out about the dorms the
0: protesting students like she was shitting on them
1: Shit, uh, definitely the Cosby show
0: think about it though I want to know from you guys what's the most the unwoke thing about you Rachel Think about something they're
1: gonna, else. They're going na- to start naming stuff. Rachel, when you did this, and I'll be like, yeah, that's true.
0: I mean, well, you were on The Bachelor, right? That's pretty... Hard,
1: well, right? I was going to say that, but then it's like, mm, that's kind of obvious. Yeah, signing up signing up, and going on The Bachelor. Because remember, I did that first. That was oh, right. The you most... were
0: Bachelor first. So wait that's a minute. That's
1: probably the most unwoke thing.
0: So should I... Should I watch... Not your season of The Bachelorette. Should I watch your season of The Bachelor? That might be more entertaining.
1: I'm not on it that much.
0: I thought you made it all the way to the end.
1: I did, but I was also not drama. You know what I mean? So it's, they centered it around the people who were drama. And the one issue I did have, they didn't air.
0: And what was The Bachelor that was on there? Nick Vile?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Nick Vile of piss. Uh <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why i don't like that guy I <laughs> i'm just nick joking is cool people you like nick uh
1: yeah you yeah, like you so like friendly.
0: you still like hannah b
1: i actually saw her where'd you see her like a couple of weeks ago somebody had an event and we were sitting right across from each other at the table
0: did you guys speak
1: of course i spoke i have no issues with her
0: did she speak to you
1: I spoke first because I walked into the room, uh-huh. right? So that's proper etiquette. Uh-huh. I said, hello, hello, hello. And then at one point I stopped and I said, hi, how are you doing? What's been going on? Uh-huh. Like I directed it to her. I'm polite.
0: And then what did she say? I don't remember. Now Somebody
1: distracted me. And I, I mean, she, spoke, she, she responded and then I started talking
0: to somebody else. So let me ask you this before we go. Did you mention to her, to her face, that you said you would put the mitts on her? Last year on the podcast. That is what you said.
1: That's not how I said it.
0: You said you would put the mitts on her. What
1: was the question?
0: I asked if you could could beat up Hannah B.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I really think I could. I mean, a push came to show if I had to.
0: I think I could. Man, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> That's all for today. Take your thing caps off, but do not stop learning. I am Van Lathan Jr.
1: I'm Rachel and Lindsay.
0: We out.